Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. The first thing I want to talk about is emergency legislation is being urgently demanded to help Gardaí tackle lockdown house parties amid fears they could trigger a new wave of COVID-19 cases. Residents in Cork University Precinct have urged the government to uh, to act as they line the streets near the University College in Cork uh, for the third day in a row to highlight their concerns after hundreds of young people attended a spate of house parties and rented properties uh, in the area in recent days in breach, they say, of the public health guidelines. Well, when I say they say, I mean they are in breach because clearly the guidelines at the moment, whether you agree with them or whether you don't agree with them, say that you can only meet four friends outside. Now the next phase of the guidelines, which I find a little bit disturbing, says you can invite um, two people to your home as long as you social distance. Now I was definitely talking about this this morning. So you're inviting your mates around to your house when the next phase comes. And we can invite two mates to the house, but you have to stay apart. Don't sit on the sofa. No, don't be that beside my wife. You sit over on that sofa. Do do they really think that's going to happen? Okay, well, look, maybe some people will do that. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, the Health Minister, Simon Harris, said people should be doing everything possible to protect each other. He said, I know the weather has been good. I know we're all missing normal life. But the harder we work, the easier it'll be for the government to make the decision to move to the next phase. There's that threat again. I've seen the pictures of packed beaches and heard the stories of house parties. We have come too far to throw away our progress. You should have said that to Leo Varadkar, Simon, yesterday when he wouldn't condemn the protest on Sunday. But anyway, Justice Minister Charlie Flanagan said personal responsibility is the only thing that will keep uh, the public safe in this pandemic, which leads me to believe that maybe he is not going to bring in some sort of legislation that he believes we're all personally responsible for what we all, we all do, which is the truth. He said, while Gardaí will play their part, uh, they are relying on the general public to act responsibly. Now, in Cork, residents spokesperson Catherine Clancy said their Reclaim the Neighbourhood campaign has highlighted an issue affecting many communities nationally. She said, pubs can't open, restaurants can't open, we can't have the Leaving Cert examinations. Yet, there are 50 people gathering in some houses for house parties, and I'm twitching the curtains. No, she didn't say anything about twitching the curtains. In our community, she said. She added that the government needs to urgently introduce emergency legislation to strengthen Garda powers to deal with such situations and consider fines for landlords who are doing nothing to prevent these gatherings. Residents staged their first vigil on Sunday after a spate of Magaluf or J1-style house parties. They accused young people involved of giving the two fingers to the community and of putting people at risk of contracting COVID-19. A little bit of a stretch, to be honest with you, when you consider that our own chief medical officer has already said that we've more or less distinguished it from the community. But however, she believes it's a risk. Chief Superintendent uh, Barry McPullen said that Gardaí have contacted a number of landlords and that warnings have been relayed, uh, I assume verbally, to tenants that there will be serious implications for tenancy tenancy agreements if Gardaí are called to the property again. He appealed to the young people involved to behave responsibly. But I want to get your thoughts on this. Have you noticed any house parties in your area? Would you report them, for example, if your neighbours down the road had more than... Well, had anybody in, because you're not allowed anybody apart from family. Would you report them if, you know, two or three friends went to their house and they had a few... A bit of a sesh out the back garden, the good weather with a barbecue. Would you report them? Would you report people for having a few friends over in their house? Or indeed having a house party of young people? Now... Nobody is suggesting for a minute, well, I don't believe there's a suggestion there, that they're acting inappropriately or wrecking the gaff. 
You know, they're not, I mean, because, I mean, if there's a mad house party and people are wrecking the place or making a huge amount of noise after nine o'clock at night, we already have laws to deal with that. You know, the guard of Sheikana can go in and say, listen, calm the thing down, will you, for God's sake, lads? All right, calm it down. There's laws around that. But should we really give the guards the power to go into somebody's house and boot people out? Your mates, who are not doing any harm. Under the COVID-19 legislation, of course. Do you believe the Guardi should have that power? I would find it extremely dangerous, by the way. The residents of Cork who are demanding the Guardi have this power. We're not going to talk about that specifically today, but I would find it extremely a dangerous situation if we allowed on Garda Shea the power to walk into people's houses with no warrants and ask your friends to leave who are doing absolutely nothing wrong, essentially apart from breaking the COVID legislation rules. I would find that one step too far for emergency legislation and a complete invasion of your liberty. But however, some people would believe that's the way we should go. But I want to ask you about house parties in general. Would you agree or would you report somebody uh, during this current climate where people are not meant to be having house parties or inviting mates over and you saw your neighbour down the road had, you know, 10 friends, let's say, in for a house party over the weekend with a barbie out the backyard and a few cans. Now, they're not doing nothing wrong. They're just sitting there, but they are breaking the rules. Would you report them? Would you call the guards? Let me know. Uh, the number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. That's our WhatsApp or text number. Would you report them? Fran! How you doing, Al? Are you a court and twitcher? Not in the slightest. <laughs> Would you report somebody? No. Okay. Uh, at the start of this uh, excuse, I may have, but looking what's had to happening over the last couple of weeks, like, I mean, at the start of this, Leo was standing up telling us all, stay at home. And yeah, every second day he's in there doing a photo up in some other area that he shouldn't be in. You know, then you have Leo in the park, then you have the mass demonstration. They're basically making up rules for two different sets of society. So, so it's do as I say and not as I do. That's exactly the way it seems to be coming across. It's okay if we agree with it. It's okay if we don't agree with it. We're going to bring in emergency legislation to sort a few people in. Right. You know, they're browbeating the public now. They have the, the elderly in fear. They have people, you know, sort of jumping all over each other or jumping away from each other. Mm-hmm. So they are just causing mass confusion in the whole country. It's time for Leo and his gang to pack their bags and get out of here. Okay, but there's no saying that if Michal Martin got in, say, with a Fianna Fáil government tomorrow or Mary Lou got in with a Sinn Féin government tomorrow or Eamon Ryan or whoever it happened to be gets in there, I mean, uh, there's no saying they wouldn't bring in exactly the same legislation. We, we'll never know. Uh. Can, you know, well, I haven't seen I haven't seen any of them disagreeing with him, so I, I'm assuming they they all feel the same way. They're all singing from the same hymn sheet. They, they, the doll is like an echo chamber at the moment. I would look at it as letting Leo dig, dig his own hole. Right. Okay. They're all standing back watching him and just waiting for the big fall. Well, yeah, I probably would agree with you. Actually, yeah, I think it is. I think this is all going to implode very shortly. Okay, yes. but in, in relation to these house parties, you wouldn't have an issue if your neighbours two doors down had fifteen or you know ten or fifteen people in at the weekend for a barbie. Not at this stage, no. At the early early stage, possibly, but not at this stage. Like if they can allow a couple of thousand people to walk down the country, surely they can allow family members to get together to say, you know, well wishes or whatever, even funerals. Like I mean, if you look at the the Debenhams and the Travellers, that mm. big issue. You know, five or six people moved off the street. Yeah. Garda, and then the Travellers were just having a funeral with over a hundred people and nothing done. Because the guards didn't want any trouble. They have double standards all over the place. So 
if they can have double standards, surely the general public can have double standards. Okay, okay, good point. Uh, let me go to James as well. James, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, James? Uh, good afternoon to you, now. James, would you report a house party next door to you? Well, see... Uh, are you going to give me a long-winded answer or are you no, just no, going to no, say no, yes no. or no? <laughs> that, that particular area now in Cork now, yeah. which is very close to the university, it surrounds the university, and a man who's probably better qualified than me to talk about it is your good friend Anthony from Cork now. Yeah. That's been the bane of Anthony's life for years now, the blagarding of the students over there now, keeping people awake at night, and with all sorts of parties going on till 3 or 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning, still coming out in the, the, the streets, screaming, roaring, tr- throwing Anthony's uh, wheelie bins all over the road. You know, he, uh, he's poor old Anthony. been the bane of his life for years now, of the blagarding that goes on there. Now, to contrast that, the other day, one of the, the, the cafe owners in Cork City, who's trying to keep his door open now, and uh, uh, trying to keep his business alive, put a few uh, uh, benches outside his uh, cafe, which he's allowed to do in normal time anyway. He's, he has permission from the city council. So that people who are taking away the coffee, which they only could do now, now can come out, maybe an elderly person, sit down for a moment now to drink their coffee. The guard, he came along and said to him, we'll be back in an hour, we want all them gone. Immediately. Right. And I was sitting there was maybe two or three people socially distancing them now. And so if the rule applies to that poor man trying to keep his minutes up, it must apply to everyone now. And it must apply also to those... those but you're in, you're, yeah, but you're, in, you're, in a, you're in a difficult situation when somebody is doing something in their private residence, um, be it a rented residence or a purchased residence, that the guards don't have the same power. Like, the guards can't walk into your house, James, without a good reason or a warrant, right? Um, you know, unless you invite them, by the way. That's the, the law. If you invite... If the guards call to your door and say, can we come in? And you go, yes. Well, they're perfectly entitled to walk in. If the guards call to your door without a warrant and want to come into your house, they have to go off and get a warrant if you refuse to let them in, right? Yes. That's the law, right? And then that protects us and protects our liberty and our freedoms and our, our privacy and everything else. But now they're urging, you know, the, the, the minister to give the guards special... Uh, uh, emergency legislation to walk into houses that might be having house parties. Now, leaving aside the students, and look, James, I understand how inconvenient it could be to live close to those situations, right? And we, every year, without COVID, we have talked about the house parties in Cork. And it happens here in Dublin, it happens in Limerick, it happens everywhere, right? Galway particularly as well. But people, you know, we were all young ones. Yeah, but the see now... You know what I mean? I, 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 it's not nice, but we were all young ones and we all took part in those parties. The difference is now, this year, is those people up in that area, Bandon Road, Magazine Road, College Road, the summer's when they get their break from this now. This is the time they get their break because the students go home now when the exams are over. But now that these students are getting short-time lets with their COVID payments, so now they've got no break the residence now. And as well as that, I'm shocked at the parents that would let that happen now. Because right in the heart of where we're talking now is where that young student player was stabbed to death. I remember that's a horrible, horrible, horrible We know those house parties get out of control with drink and drugs now, because there are drugs and drinks in these parties. And I'm shocked at that parents would let their young students come up to Cork Letting houses like that, well, that could happen again now. What the hell is wrong with those parents now? 
You know, that's what I want to know. Okay, so so are you okay? We leave aside those massive house parties, and let's talk in general because this legislation would be used generally. As and from next week in the next phase plan, you're allowed to invite a, a pe- you know two people to your home as long as you're social distance. I can't see anybody doing that part of it. But anyway, I mean, if your neighbours say had a bit of a barbie next week and had ten people out their back garden with a few pints, and you know they're, they're not shouting and or singing songs at three o'clock in the morning, they're just having a little chat and natter, quiet chatter, a few candles. Uh, you know, and stay there till one o'clock in the morning. Would you report them? Well, I'm very look. I, I know. I presume you're saying hypothetically now. Yes, hypothetically. Yeah, James. because my neighbours wouldn't do that. They're decent people now ah, who, so. who have consideration for their neighbours, and that's what you should have now. It doesn't matter whether it's a, 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 a pandemic or whether it's normal times. You should always have consideration. I know. I agree for with neighbors. you. I agree with you. But would you, if they weren't causing any problems or keeping you awake at night, but they were just there and they're having a little chat? Oh, yeah, that's okay. Would now, you report it, them? It was the middle of the afternoon and they invited a few friends. That's their business. Now, I'm not going to hop on that. I mean, but then, it is technically against the legislation, or well, not legislation, but the lockdown advice at the moment, it is against it. Yes, of course it is. And, and in fairness to Tony Holland, a lot of people might criticise him and I might criticise him myself. Uh, he'll be on Dancing with the Stars in three weeks. And he yeah. criticised very strongly, Niall, that parade in Dublin. And he said he wants it investigated and he wants the Gardaí to investigate it properly. But your Leo tweeted on the night and was in solidarity with him. Well, yeah, well, of course, the, the, so. today now, there's, there's a, min, a minute silence today in the Doyle because of what happens in America, and they're going to have a major debate tomorrow about it now. Uh, that's Joe, yes, I know that was uh, put forward by Josepha Madigan. Yeah. We have enough problems in the country at the moment now. That's an internal uh, problem for the United States, and it's, it's not our business now. Well, we I, I, I would kind of agree with you somewhat. Racism is a worldwide problem, but what's going on in America is not just about racism. I know now, yeah. of course it is. But it's, 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 it is the, the, the end result of multiculturalism. It just proves multiculturalism doesn't work now. It doesn't work anywhere. That's, well, that's an argument for another well, day. Well, I mean, there are lecturers all over the world who would disagree with you, and some would agree with you, absolutely. But uh, well, that's a whole other issue and a whole other debate. Yes. Uh, but, but, okay, so, but, so you wouldn't, you're telling me you wouldn't actually report them, but if it was a student house party, you would? Well, uh, see, I suppose I'm kind of maybe twer- uh, uh, biased in the sense that I know what they're, because I, I know people who live over there, and I know what they're going through. So that's probably, if you're talking about a once-off kind of thing near me now, no, I wouldn't be... Well, I mean, Fran, does that give you a better insight as to what the carry-on is in Cork and what's going on and why they want these special powers to do this? Well, I used to work in uh, a local college in, near the city centre. Yep. I know exactly what goes on, how it goes on. Right. But still, when you look at the bigger picture, like, I mean, you're picking on one group of people and you're trying to enforce a law. Why did the police not break up that protest yesterday? Because they were going against the guidelines and the restrictions that was brought in. Because it wouldn't have been politically correct to stop them because they would have been deemed racism. Oh, yes. Yeah, the, that, that's why the they same, didn't stop it. Yeah. That's in why Leo Varadkar wouldn't condemn it either. In the same paper yesterday, they actually moved, I think it was 80 teenagers off a beach or off a play mm-hmm. area. Absolutely, yeah. Yep. You know, you cannot pick and choose when you want to apply. Well, unfo- well, unfortunately, on Garda Shea and the state, including Leo Varadkar, were virtue signalling all day Sunday. Yeah. It is. Like, I mean, the kids are getting bored now at this stage. Every kid is. I don't think it's just teenagers. I think every kid now is getting bored now. That's well, not they just need, kids. Every, everybody's getting bored. That's what I said. Everybody now at this stage. Like, I mean, mm. you need distractions. You need your friends. You need your company. And this is going to happen. The more this government... 
makes a mockery well, I mean, of yeah, what but, but hang on, the, the, the biggest problem here for us all, right, is that unlike most other countries, um, their exit plan has been accelerated in most of the countries. In Ireland, we're dragging this out as long as we possibly can, which is killing business, killing people, and it is frustrating people. If we look, for example, at the news this evening, now I know New Zealand performed quite well. Unfortunately, they're in a situation where they're now isolated and can't even allow visitors into the country. But they are, their rugby matches are going to start getting played again with spectators. Um, you know, they, they're basically coming completely out of lockdown by next week. Now, completely, with no social distancing. No social distancing. So they, they've established that they, they've suppressed the virus in their country. So, well, you they're know, not I, trying to... They're not trying to form a government in the background, so that's why... Part but of this is it, well, I mean, with this, there's a whole campaign now called Hashtag Save the Summer, all right? And, you know, yeah. we're, we're, I mean, for tourism in Ireland, you know, we obviously we rely on tourism. It's billions every single year, you know, all the hospitality industry. I mean, the bars, the restaurants, they're all losing out on summer. This whole phase plan is going to drag out till the end of August into September. And even then, they're looking at limited capacity with social distancing and bars and restaurants and all the different entertainment industries. I mean, there'll be no gigs, there'll be no football matches, no GAA. We can drag that on forever. The country will be on its knees. We'll have no more. Money. But what, what people are people are forgetting, they are our representatives. It's up well, to well, people. Well, might be yours, to, not mine. Yeah, it's up to people to start putting pressure on these po- uh, politicians to get what the people want, not what the government thinks is best for the people. Mm-hmm. It's right. up to everybody. Contact your politician if you have businesses around that's failing due to the fact of these restrictions that they apply sometimes. It's time to start putting pressure on the people that you voted for. Well, it's not much use to that. Pascal O'Donoghue has already said that any business that's inviable or uh, after this particular COVID-19, uh, up, up caused by the government, of course, uh, they won't be supporting them. That's He's clearly said that. No? Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Just one small point to go back to the house parties, Niall. There is another aspect to this where the Gardaí would need to go in, Niall, it's, it's, which is more than likely what happens, Niall. There's drugs being taken. There. Well, no, 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 hold on a second. If there's drugs being taken, you know, or if there's a suspicion that there's a lot of drugs, now, you know, I know young kids that smoke hash and stuff. Drugs but I mean, but if... Absolutely, road, absolutely. absolutely. If there's any illegalities going on, the Garda Khan are perfectly within their rights to go in and break it up and find uh, the source of that Ill- illegality and charge people. And absolutely... That's their job. Well, we're just talking about literally house parties. And I've softened the topic down by saying if your neighbours up the road had a few friends around. Uh, okay, but stay there for a second. Let me go to Michal. Michal, you're on Classic Kids. Michal, do you believe that the Garda Sheikhana should have the power to go in and kick your mates out of the house? Well, for the present situation we're in, that uh, they shouldn't have to go to all the extremes to get a search warrant. Your superintendent and your guard station should be entitled to what want to happen in Cable Street, what we saw with the people and strike down there. The permission was given there. But uh, the local, your local superintendent should be in a position while this COVID-19 lasts and the extreme situation we're in as issuing a warrant to search. So you don't have to go out and go to the courts and go to this, that and the other to get them. You should arrive there, there's a complaint there. And I, one thing, I most certainly would, I would complain. Would I you? I would complain. I went to the house party next door in Allenwood there quite recently. I was looking at about 70 or 80 people. I thought, what the hell is going on? Not even for a funeral. A gang at a house party because somebody was 60 or 70 or something. I said, suffering Jesus. That's fine. Yesterday evening while travelling on the road along the city west area, I met about 15 to 16 teenagers banging and clapping each other. They ain't bothering them. How are you going to get enough of Gardaí 
to control all that. You can bring in all this legislation you like, because come and let Maritai talk, but you, you, you can't control the lot. You don't have the guarantee. It's not possible to have the guarantee to control the lot. And then when you do is that to go against legislation, then, like, the, the party, everything is over when you get back. And okay, like, but, uh, but Michal, you yourself personally, if somebody had a party three doors down for you, say, with 20 people at it for a birthday or for a bit of a get-together for a barbecue at the weekend, right? And they were there till maybe 12 at night. But now they weren't causing a huge problem. Like they weren't shouting and roaring or singing their brains. They were just having an out little chin, chin wag, a bit of a chat, a bit of a get together, hugging and kissing and what have you. Would you, would you be calling the guards? There's a great question. There's a garden party, a garden party. Now I'm privileged because I have a large garden. You could be six, eight, ten feet apart. Ah, so no, I'm garden, not me. I'm, I'm talking. Garden, you don't have that. Ah, would you forget about your social distancing for a second? Oh, yeah. I'm, ju- I'm just saying they have abandoned the all the rules. They've abandoned would, all the rules. I would, I would ring the door, but first of all, excuse me, I'm a concerned neighbour. I don't want to get this confounded with COVID-19 that we have. Can you please refrain from having your party and uh, get rid of so your guests or whatever? And if they, told you to mind, if they told you to mind your own business, would you? Up, I would. While I'd be still standing in the same area, I'd be on to the Rooks Guardi and I'd would you? photograph. I would. I would complain it because... Seeing James, there you go. World, James, I, I me, well, hang on, James. Hall said he would ring the guys. He'd go knocking on the door for us and well, tell yes, him I've, I've listened to Hall many times, an intelligent man now. Oh, she is. That's what yeah, I, 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 I see. You have to be, of course, careful with your neighbours. You, you don't want to fall forward them now for future but but I, I if he if, I, I, I understand what he, he says now it should be it should be one but you said you wouldn't for everyone well, well absolutely but you said you wouldn't you wouldn't ring the well, guards uh, see as I said now if it was, if it was a family gathering now where there's a t- 10 or 12 people in our back garden yeah Strictly speaking, they shouldn't be doing it now, but it's probably something they were doing every day now, or every night, and staying keep us all awake. Yeah, no, no, I, well, no, I, no, I've, no, we've ruled out that picture. I just asked Michal that it was just a, a gathering on a Saturday night for a barbecue, few friends out the back garden, you know, all being pleasant and nice. Would he report them? And he said he would. Well, I, 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 I'm I surprised at Michal, to be honest with you. I, I would report, but only after I address the situation personally first. If I address the situation, I got a kind of a, of a reasonable answer to it and say, yes, we're breaking up now, so many is going. I say, well, go to fair dues. And he put his head, go to hell, mind your own business. I'll probably be still standing on it. I'll take a photograph and I would notify the local guard station. I most definitely would. You have to have respect. It's not so much respect for everything in the world. You're respecting for the serious, serious positions that we're in. And people of different ages it's like even young there's so many young people now we've got it no you have to have respect for the situation we're in which is the chance in a hundred million it could ever happen again but the point is you have to have respect for that and if you're not going to have respect for that or respect for those who are lodging a complaint with you verbally such as I would I didn't I would certainly take the next step ok and Carl well hang on Carl you're on Classic Kids Carl have you reported people before? have yeah what, and what did you report them for? for, the, for music and drinking and Four o'clock in the morning. Well, oh, well, well. If they were causing a problem, an environmental problem, like they were noisy at four o'clock in the morning, your neighbours or whatever it happened. Well, well mu- music and music on and people out drinking, no social distancing, and there's about fifty of them. No social and distancing. No nothing. Right. And this is going on all night. For- well, now, if it's an all-night party, that you see, we're, we're in a slightly different situation where either way, whether it was COVID-19 or not, you would be perfectly entitled to call the guards if there's an all-night party going on next door. And they hadn't had the decency to come around to you and say, listen, we're going to be having a bit of a party. Do you have a problem with that? It'll be going on all night. And, you know, and that, by the way, if a neighbour comes here and says, listen, we're having a get-together, it'll probably go on late. I'm just letting you know if that's okay with you. Do you, you have a problem? You don't, you don't mind that now when it's once in a blue moon or a neighbour. Yeah, yeah. But when you people coming from all, all, all sorts with bags of cans 
to meet up with these people and sitting outside our houses on deck chairs. And this is going on all night. So we called the police. And they said, yeah, they'll send somebody. But they didn't send anybody. So I went down to the police station the following morning and asked them why. And uh, they says, well, we've only one car. And what's your concern? Your concern is COVID-19. What's my concern? Yeah. That, I, that, I'm, that I'm awake all night with, with children. I had a baby in my arms listening to this music thumping all night. And would it happen often, Carl? No. I mean, that's not the point. I'm not allowed to... I can't see my mother. But yet these people... Just, just like the demonstration in town of 2000, they didn't give a shit. They didn't care for the rest of the country. They just said, oh, let's, let's, let's stick up for this fella in America. Well, let's, why not demonstrate for the... For the no, 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 no I, I agree with you. And, by the way, when you said I can't see my mother, when you said I can't see my mother, there's no law stopping you seeing your mother. You're not seeing your mother because you have respect for your mother and you also, you don't want to put her at risk. So that's why you're not exactly. seeing your mother. But, but that's your choice. But that's, that's your personal choice. No, no, it's not my personal choice. It is the advice from it's advice given on the news. Yeah, absolutely. But, these, but, but, but hang on. But, 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 no, 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 Karen, I want to clarify something for everybody. It's not, yeah. there's no law to stop you seeing your mother. It's advice given by the government on their health and safety legislation that they're advising you, and rightly so, you have decided that your mother may be vulnerable or whatever, and you don't want to see your mother. That's your yeah. choice, Carl. Yeah. Well, uh, there are other people out there I know who have seen their mothers. But you're the people that aren't following the rules. But when you say rules, it's government advisories. There are rules of a lockdown. There are yeah, rules there currently the at the moment of COVID-19. If they're only advising you, now, why are the police on the street sending you home? Well, exactly. The police are on the streets are asking you to go home, and if you refuse to do so and cooperate with the police, they can charge you under the Public Order Act well, because you refuse to cooperate with the police. People that yeah. were turned away from British Bay at the weekend were they advised by the police or were they told? Well, they would ask the people to move, and the way the legislation works, you ask people to move, and they advise people to leave. If the people that don't take that advice and disobey the orders of Angarda Shia well, then they are uh, under the Public Order Act. They can be arrested. No, oh, it's not advisory. No, but you... I, no, going back to the, the, the simple example you gave in relation to your mother, and I'm not disagreeing with you not seeing your mother. I'm saying that is your choice. I know lots of people who have seen their mothers and who visit yeah. their mothers. Yeah. That's their choice. Right now, yeah. they, they know the same advice that you know, Carl, but they maybe they've decided and their mothers have decided that we don't believe we're personally at risk because of whatever jobs we happen to be doing or whatever way we isolate ourselves. There's no law says you can't see your mother. The government are advising you, and you've taken that advice. That's your choice. Exactly, because I don't want, I, 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 I don't want to endanger their lives. Absolutely, and that's, that's your choice. But if, say, your neighbours decide to invite ten friends around for a few beers... Now, forget about the, the loud party and the loud music, right, for the moment. Eh? Either way, whether it was a COVID-19 or not, people might report that, right? Yeah. But let's say it was just, you know, ten or twenty friends around for a nice few quiet drinks in the evening at a barbecue. Would you report that, Carl? No, that's, that's just the norm. So, but that's what I'm saying. So, but they're still breaking the rules. But according to your logic, they're still breaking rules. Well, as you said, Noel, it's, it's a, a nice, quiet, a few drinks. This wasn't quiet. This was me, as I said to you. Yeah, well, no, I don't understand this was that. music going on before 4 o'clock in the morning. Well, anybody, anybody would be pissed off of that. If you weren't, yeah, exactly. yeah, if you weren't given a bit of previous notice on it or something like that, I don't know. Exactly. You know, and so what do the guards say to you? There's nothing we can do. Nothing we can do. Well, there's nothing really they can do once it's in somebody's private home, unfortunately, at the moment. It's very, that's why no, they're calling. No, 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 there is. No, is there a law to say you can't have music after There is, after nine o'clock at night. Yeah. And can you drink, can you drink on a public street? No. No. There's two offences that they've all, they've all done. And also the social distance as well. So there's three things. 
Well, they can do them on the drink bylaw under bylaws. They can do them and drink in a public yeah, in a public they could place. Yeah, they've done them on a lot of things, but they didn't. Yeah. Well, no, no, I know. I, I get you, Carl, and I can understand why you'd be angry with something like that. Carry well, on, gotta go. They, they, there was other neighbours as well that were, were uh, irate over it, you know. And yeah, it's not right. Yeah, okay. I've got to take a break. Keep texting. Keep what's happening. Uh, the number is 087-188-0008. I do agree with Carl. If somebody is being a fucking nuisance to you uh, up the road or next door or whatever it happens to be and has loud music on all night, they didn't even come in to you beforehand and say, look, if somebody came in to me and said, listen, I'm having a bit of a party with my daughters, 21st or something like that, I'm going to have about 30 of our friends over. There is going to be loud music. It'll go on at 4 and 5 in the morning. Do you have an issue with it? You know, if it's only a one-off, of course I wouldn't have a problem. Hey, do Noel. Uh, just on the parties there. Yeah, I'd report them um, if it got that bad. In fact, there was two parties last weekend in my estate, and both of them, the guards was up three times for one of them, um, and the other one ended up in, in a big punch-up in the middle of the middle road. Absolutely, I'd report them. But for the guards, they don't really care. What can they do? They, they rock up. I was watching it the other night. The guards were up three times, right? They rocked up to the house had a chat with them outside and then they drove off so 10 minutes later it's exactly the same again it's a joke the guards have no power they're laughing at the guards the last time the guards went up they were standing outside um, having the crack standing outside having the crack with a few of the lads and they said oh yeah yo, ha, 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 yeah go on I'll see you later yeah and off they went my two kids were upstairs at half one in the morning bawling their eyes out because they can't sleep it's an absolute joke of course the guards should have the power to go in and shut it all down no well, okay, do you believe, maybe listening to you today, do you believe the guards should have the power, now not just loud house parties, have the power to go into somebody's house when we get to phase two even, and say, uh, oh, you've more than two friends in the house and you're not social distancing in your home, or out your back garden, uh, we want them to leave. Do you think the guards should have the power to do that? Ah, would you go away, yeah, well, you're just in the height of it because you weren't invited, maybe because you're a blatant court and Twitter. <laughs> You're clearly not talking to me. I think you were referring to Carl there that was on earlier on. I don't think Carl was upset because he wasn't invited. Robbie, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Robbie? Not bad now, sir. Robbie, there is a lot of curtain twitching going on at the moment. Now, I, I, don't, I, mean, I, I understand what people are saying when we're talking about loud house parties, but that would be the case anyway. If there's a yeah. loud house parties, you're always, before COVID-19 even came along, you can call the guards because it's, you know, there's laws against that, right? You know, disturbing mm. people after nine yeah. o'clock at night and people are entitled to get a night's sleep. Unless, of course, the neighbours were nice and came into you and told you it was going to happen, right? Yeah. So, but getting back to, say, you know, somebody having, you know, 20 mates over for a barbecue on a Sunday afternoon, stretching out to maybe 12 o'clock at night, but behaving themselves and reasonably quiet. But they are breaking the rules, the COVID rules. Would you report them? No, I wouldn't. Well, look, that, that's a story of time, as old as time itself, as the house party going on until 4 o'clock in the morning, you know, and especially with the weather that we're having, that was, that was going to happen. But, I mean... And, and the scenario you're saying now, look, I think there was a couple in and around me on um, Sunday. It was, mm-hmm. and um, it all seems to be wrapped up and all by kind of eleven o'clock that night. You know, there wasn't any hassle, no nothing like that. But I mean, we're being told daily that the coronavirus is not in the community anymore. You know, and everybody's kind of getting like, as I said to Helena, ninety nine point nine nine percent of the people have been very, very good and stuck to the rules. You know as of up to the weekend just gone, you know, what do you expect? People are getting fed up now. They need to get, get out. Back to normality. Yeah, they do. And like, I was talking to a couple of people, like friends and family and the likes of that, and they were saying, like, Jesus Christ, like, they're saying that it's not in the community anymore. Just let me go back to work. You know, let, let me do something. I think people are kind of getting to the stage now. You're telling us that it's not in the community anymore. You're telling us you have it under control, but you're still not 
loosening the toys and the restrictions. Mm. And people are going, come on. I mean, so, somebody, somebody did text in after the conversation I had with the, with the guy earlier on there. I can't remember which it was that said he went to see... It was Carl, I think, went to see his mother or didn't want to go and see his mother and said, Niall, it is illegal to go and see your mother if she's over 70. I said, no, it's not illegal to see no, them. No. There's no law against it. It's a government advisory. Do you know the difference? Yeah, it's an advisory. And, and, and if, you're, if that's the way you feel... If your mother, by the way, is vulnerable and she's over 70, yes, the advice is that, you know, obviously be careful and take that all out into consideration. Yeah. So, like, I, drove by, I drove by and stood at the gate of my mother's house because like, I'm, I'm out full-time work and I haven't been off. So I have to get out of jail free letter, you know. Mm. And, um, but I stood at the gate and had a chat with her while she was standing at the door a couple of times and that, you know. But it, how, it, how old it, is your mother, Robbie, sorry? She will be 71 in September. Right, and is she a healthy 71-year-old? Or? Uh, she'd be... Be, I suppose she's, she's not bad by 71, put it like that, you know. <laughs> You'd be happy if you were in that condition at 71. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I'd be well happy. But like, <clears throat> it's it's like now we're being told, yeah, all under control. Only in, It's only in environments now it is that we have it under control. People are seeing the figures coming down, coming down daily. Unfortunately, people are still dying, you know. Well, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I'm not going to say I don't take much heed to that because, yes, it, you know, it is sad to see people dying of anything, of anything. But you know, 90 people die in Ireland every single day. Yeah. You know, and you know, I'm, I, I think at some point Tony Holohan has to stop coming on the television or TV news and telling us that people are dying because I understand it's important that we know about it, but not making such a, a deal about it because he doesn't come on the television and didn't before COVID-19 to tell yeah. us that, you know, oh, 20 people died of cancer today, three people died in a road accident. Well, uh, you know what I mean? Well, I, I, do you understand yeah, I, I agree with you in a sense you know, because I tell you, boy, I, I have a pain in a, a part of my body now with yourselves and all the other radio stations going on about COVID-19. Yeah, I know. And when I turn the radio on, now it's not having a go, which is around like that. It's just when I turn the radio on, the couple of stations are listening to it, and, you're, and I'm kind of going to myself. I know. Christ, God, do you, do you, Robbie, do you not think I have a pain in me hole talking oh, about it? Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> and I, and but but here's the thing, Robbie. We have tried, and, and I, my next topic, for example, has nothing to do with COVID-19. But I guarantee you, people will bring it back to COVID-19. Yeah. Somehow. Because even when you meet your mates on the street, that's all they want to talk about. Yeah, even on a Friday, you know, something different on the radio. And you're, look, I know it's there, but I think we're getting to a stage where the, the wording and the way it's being displayed on the telly, it, it's all positive in the sense that the figures are down, the deaths are coming down, thankfully. You know, it's not in the community anymore. New Zealand are going... Well, you know, Denmark are going well. You know, you hear Croatia is going well. well. We, when you say New Zealand are going well, and I know they said they're going to be yeah, lifting. Yeah, I know they, they locked the whole thing down. But yeah, but they're, but they're going to be lifting all lockdown restrictions, probably on Monday, with no social distancing, right? And mm. that's what I heard in the news there a few minutes ago. In other words, they're going to be having rugby matches again with spectators, yeah. and, and this is all the plan, right? But the problem for New Zealand, which is a very different Ireland to Ireland, they don't rely on tourism as much as we do, right? Yeah. They're very self-sufficient and independent. But the problem for New Zealand is they can't let tourists in. No. So, no, they so they're stuck in a situation, good luck to them, where they're on their own. You know, I mean, so you, you can suppress a virus, which is all very well and good. But, you know, Ireland is not an independent country. We might think we're independent, but we're uh, not. Yeah. But the thing is, what's going to happen as well, um, mark my words, on June the 17th, you'll see a big difference. And it's for one reason, is that the English Premier League is back. Now, the German football has been on, but people are waiting for this. I did hear some clown of an expert, or some health guy, last week turn around and saying he would agree with football coming back, provided they change the rules and there'd be no tackling. 
And I said, yeah, You're, yeah, are you having nonsense. a laugh? That's just nonsense. But that, that, that's <laughs> going to come back. And you will have, especially with Liverpool about to win the league and so on and so forth, haven't done it in years. And people haven't had football in months. And we're, we're hugely tied in with the English football. I know what people go, what's about football? But you're going to have people going to different houses to watch these games and so on and so forth. Mark my word, that's going to happen. But that's, uh, that's in another two weeks on Saturday, right? Mm. So I think that they're going to have to start moving the phases back. Well, but, well, Britain are doing that right now. They're now starting to move plans that they had for August into July and June. Yeah, they're going to have to do it. And they, they ha- I mean, we have to take the bull by the horns. And unfortunately, unfortunately, the trade-off is that some people may die. But unfortunately, if we don't do it, many more people will die. And the thing is that Varadkar and all seem to be hanging on to this for their life because the minute that this is all over, they have to face the reality of forming the government and getting back on track. Well, I, I'm, hoping, then, I'm hoping they'll have to face the reality of a full investigation and a full tribunal into the way we handled this because I believe personally we handled it extremely badly. But that's a whole other uh, topic and I know you're sick listening to it. I, is it a case that we have to turn around at this point and say, can we all stop just court and twitching and let people get on with their lives and that the yeah. government should just say, listen, we need to relax this. We need to get rid of some yeah. of these lockdown measures. And this idea, I mean, I've seen the story there and the journal, the, the wording of it from uh, Simon Harris, if I could find it very quickly where was it he basically said you're allowed visit oh here we go Simon Harris oh no that's not the one he said you're allowed visit but he said there's to be no hugs and this word allowed you know like we're treating us like bleeding infants like it really is driving it's the language that's being used and the same with the language that was used two weeks ago before the other phase came in and you know it it was kind of almost if you behave yourselves we'll go to the next phase blaming us for everything I know, we seem to be always wanted to be the best in class. And well, well done, Ireland. There's a pat in the head for you. Aren't you very good little children? I mean, if you remember going back to the very, very start of this, and you were talking about that headline from that journalist there, where there was a headline, and a journalist who put, or the editor who put it on the front of whatever newspaper it was, I can't remember, 1.5 million people are going to die or whatever it was. But Leo told us this is, the, all their figures have been wrong. Yeah, uh, and I, mean, I don't know where see this is the point they're listening to these experts who gave them bunches of figures at the start of this and all the figures were wrong and it's nothing to do with lockdown by the way because we were told even with lockdown thousands would die I mean they didn't you know the tens of thousands predicted that would die even with lockdown it didn't happen you know what I mean? Uh, so, I mean, I'm not saying... And thankfully. Happen, and thankfully. You know? And by the way, I don't want people to think for one minute I'm a denier or I think COVID doesn't no, exist. Of course not. it does. There no, is a virus out there. There is a virus there, but we seem to have it under control. And, and, and the WHO at the very start... under control. The, the, the WHO at the very start said it was a 5% mortality rate on the virus. We now know from data around the world, it's nowhere near that. It's less than 1%. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, the thing is that the World Health Organization has already said that the one meter social distancing is fine. But oh, no, we just but that's can't not even, Robbie, that's we, not even going to work. You know what I mean? I mean, who's going to be standing there going on my meter away from you? Look, I mean, in, you, in, the, in the long term, that's not going to If work. you genuinely think that anybody outside of a queuing shop is two meters away from each other, you queue up in the shop for two meters, and then when you're walking around the shop, you're not two meters from people. Now, I was looking at a picture there this morning, actually. Dublin Zoo, as you know, opened. And there was a yeah. queue outside. Now, maybe it's the angle of the photograph. I don't know. Hammers. There was one, one person with a mask, I saw, right? And yeah. I'd say there's about 100 people in the queue there. There's, I, don't, there's a meter. I don't even think there's a metre between them. No. And we're getting about, I'd say, on average, we're probably getting about 200 cases a week now. New cases a week at the moment. Yeah. 
And, and most of those, by the way, are clusters. Most of those, are are, clusters, uh, yeah. unfortunately, they're in care homes, and they're in. The, I know there's been a lot of clusters in meat factories and things like that. So, but, but say there, Angela, you're on classic hits. Hey, doing Angela. Hi, Niall. How are you? You had a house party. I'm guilty. <laughs> how many people did you invite to your illegal house party? You now let me just say we didn't have a house party. We had a garden party. A garden party. All right. Garden okay. party. Okay. okay. How many? So, how many did you invite against government uh, guidelines? At the most, there was 12, there was 15. And right. that's between two front gardens. And are they family members or are they just mates? Neighbours. Right. Neighbours from around and one or two are just kind of a bit further down, but all within the two kilometres, all within that. Were you socially um, distancing? Yes, we were. And um, the the guards were rang before we did this just to say we're doing this and... They said, that's fine. No you're very honest, say. ringing the guards and telling them you're going to be breaking the rules. Yeah, well, we just kind of wanted to make sure, you know. Well, I'm, so I'm assuming like they, they told you it's breaking the rules, but sure. No, do you know what they said? What? Uh, maximum 20 people, and once you keep social distancing, and Jeez, every, That's a new rule. The guards have just implemented themselves. Yeah, they've just and, implemented that themselves. Yeah, and it has to be um, shut down at 11 o'clock. Well, that would be normal procedure anyway, yeah. Yeah. No, it went on a little bit. Yeah. But it went on to about five. And when hours. people shaking hands, when the when the when the alcohol was in the system and the lubrication started, were people shaking hands and giving each other the odd hug? I was kind of like you were standing a bit closer because there was a bit of karaoke as well. So there was one on the mic and there was one on yeah. the mic, but we weren't jumping around the place, kind of dancing with each other and rubbing up again. Yeah, well, I do have a responsibility as a broadcaster to tell you that you did break the regulations, but I, I don't see anything. I think it was reasonably harmless, Robbie. Yes. I mean, that seemed reasonably harmless, didn't it? Yeah, I don't see the problem with that at all. But as you know, as I said, I think we, we need to start moving the faces back and getting this country back up and running again. Well, we need, you know? we need, to, get, we need to get the but workforce Niall, back to work. You see, yeah, yeah, half of them are out of work. Yeah, and, and, they, and they want to go back to work. Of course they do. Angela, yeah. We, we did get a complaint. We did have the guards arrive. Oh, right. What's the complaint about? Noise? Um, noise. Oh, right. And the nudity. And the nudity. But the thing was, um, no, new seat grant. Um, <laughs> that's fine. Because that frightened all of them away. But um, <laughs> that, that, we did that when And what did the guards say when they came knocking on your door? Um, it, 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 well, as I said, we were all outside anyway. So um, we were sitting in the garden and came up at one o'clock in the morning. The complaint went in at quarter past 11. And um, it was. Uh, you know, hi lads. We heard there was music, and we couldn't deny because there was a big, huge speaker and a karaoke machine. Yep, yep. And <laughs> we were like, eh, yeah, but that finished a while ago. It was like, all right, just just keep it down a bit. Yeah, and we were nice. like, yeah, grand. And he he stood there chatting to us for about ten minutes. Well, well fair play, Jimmy. I think he used his common sense, Robbie. Uh, thank you very much indeed, Angela. Thank you very much indeed. Okay, loads of people texting in. By the way, some people says, no, I can't believe these curtain twitchers on the air who would say they would report somebody. Get on with your life, for God's sake, and mind your own business. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.